Hello, welcome once again to the Go To Him podcast. This is episode six. In this episode, Nick and I discuss what we've learned over the last five episodes. And uh, we talk a bit about what went on behind the scenes and what we hope to achieve going forward. Enjoy. Here we are then, Nicholas. We've made it to the uh, final episode of the season, Alan. We've we've done it. We've done it. We've we've won. We got through it. We're excited. We're excited for the future of the podcast. Time to set new goals. Yeah. Um, we're going to make it bigger and better. We're going to evolve. Um, but we just wanted to talk today about what we've learned over the last five episodes, how much we've enjoyed it and what we've, you know, our experiences and what goes on behind the scenes and how we've had to change things and not necessarily the things that have sort of all the things that have held us back because there have been a few things but it's just all a learning curve learn and adjust yes yeah so the first one we did um if we remember back was uh grief and it was just grief me yeah. and you and so when did we record that out uh that was we did that uh, that was on the night. Well, we released that on the nineteenth of November. We released that at the same time as the teaser one. Well, I think we we recorded that before that, though. Yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I think I think because I remember, I don't know which one it was, whether it was the teaser or whether it was the grief one. But I remember us making reference to that really because it was really hot, and I remember we made reference to that. Because it yeah. was brutal. It was that. It was just before I got COVID, so it was like, it was like crazy, crazy hot. Yeah, um, it was the end of July, I think. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reckon we must have recorded that at the end of the summer. Yeah, we did uh, the teaser then, and then uh, yeah, it was it was obviously the first edit. Yeah, which um, I think we've both learned now that that's that's probably, you know, through the whole process the. Um, it it can either be pleasurable or painful. Yeah, I think you learned a lot about the editing, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, because... absolutely. And the grief episode was was a hard one to learn. Yeah. To edit on because of the subject matter, you know. Yeah. It was, it was you and me, um, and it was hard to uh, disconnect from the content in that one as I was editing that. Yeah, I I I sort of felt that after that we then got into a rhythm of having people on to talk to us yeah. and I felt that like um, that was such a great grounding uh, it was just me and you because we would chat like that anyway yeah and that's why we've got into this and why we want to do this because we we have an, an interest in all this kind of stuff and yeah absolutely and I, I think I think that it, it was a it was a great one to do as the first episode because I think it set the scene for exactly what this podcast is about yeah and uh, so we've had we you know it's f- throughout the whole series we've had only positive feedback, which yeah. which is something that surprised me. I thought we'd get some some sort of all, you know, this that and the other, but mm. but yeah, it's all been positive. And I, I remember a few people saying um, to me, and I think same to you, Al, that it, listening was like sitting with us in a pub. Yeah, your dad said that. Yeah, didn't you? That's, yeah, dad did say that. Which, which nail on the head for exactly what this yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and how it how it should come across. And I think certainly over the season, there's been there's been episodes like that, mm. and there's been episodes that, that are maybe a little bit more serious. And yeah, and I, I think that's good. It's it's been a good balance. But that first one was yeah, it, it felt like we were just sitting down having a normal chat. Yeah. Um, 
but then listening back, we we really got uh, we really got uh, into the depth of our own experience of grief, and again, a lot of feedback from listeners that know me. Some of them haven't got all the way through it, and some mm. of them said they, they had to listen to it in parts yeah, because yeah. you know they, they, you know they they know the experience and you know lived it either lived it as well. Yeah. So my bunch of friends, for example, or you know just um, they just found it hard. I think which which I quite like. Yeah, because they're they're I wouldn't say being forced, but because they want to listen to listen to it, um, it then it then makes them you don't want to but you make then makes them sort of uh, confront yeah ex- their own experience yeah. or experiences they're not detached from us completely no. so so yeah yeah i mean I, I i i love the fact that people love the conversational style because ultimately that's what we we want people to join in the chat we want people to be one of us we want everyone's in this together all yeah. our supporters are in this together and, you know, people who love the podcast and people who, you know, look out for us and uh, uh, listen to it for the first time. People all the way around the world who who listen to this. We want people to feel like they're involved. Yeah. And I, I think the first episode as well, I think you and I probably had this idea in your head that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a podcast for men's mental health and, you know, men sitting around the table and talking about stuff which is... Um, historically been maybe a bit taboo yeah. depending on you know the way they've been brought up or you know the the kind of friends they have or anything like that but I think just after that first episode the that changed you yeah. know what what we thought would happen isn't what happened and and we we gained a lot of female listeners and yeah. some good feedback from females which yeah. which was good and and that that was a surprise for me. yeah yeah I, I had one um, report back, I remember. I hadn't even considered anyone would think about it like this, but it makes, it does make sense that um, somebody, uh, uh, for one of you know, people knowing, my, da- my daughter Daisy's at uni in Brighton, and um, one of the people that she lives with said that um, they'd listened to the grief one and they couldn't get all the way through it be- because despite the fact that they hadn't actually lost anyone because they're only like Daisy's age or maybe a year old or whatever. Um, it made them confront how they would feel when they do lose someone, which I hadn't even thought about people being affected by by that. Mm. I mean, do we... I mean, the thing is, it makes you wonder, do we actually... Um, do we ever consider that? I, I guess like us sort of anxious overthinkers maybe would think that you know oh what 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 how am i going to feel when x y z dies you know what am i going to go through but ordinarily we wouldn't would we and i i didn't know that i hadn't even considered for one second that it would make someone think about it like that no no and that's that's one of the many learnings for us i think yeah by doing this there's there's uh yeah we we rarely come in here with a solid plan it's it's a it's a new conversation most of the time, mm. um, and yeah, I certainly don't consider that. And out of the all of the episodes, that's probably grief would have been the episode that you know that no one escapes the mm. the subject matter, right? We yeah. we all experience grief, and that was very much the point yeah. of that one. You know, that's that's a very inclusive 
kind of emotion. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. It was, um, yeah, I just remember that one because I remember, because at that point, obviously, um, we were in the practice of just recording and then editing it up. I'm not thinking about how long it was going to play back. No, that's right, And yeah. of course, like, you edited it and and I you sent it to me, like the edited file to me and I I thought, right, okay, I'm going to go out with the dog now. But my poor little dog, it's like two hours and 15 minutes or something ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm going out for a long walk with her little four-inch four long legs. Was that how long the final cut I, I, was? I'm pretty sure it was over two hours, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I think... Or, we, or was, was there another one that, that I think I think yeah it could have been nearer near yeah near to two hours but not quite because I think maybe uh, yeah I think recovery was the big one that was a long one yeah yeah that was a, that was a long one but uh, you know that a, a really good chat which we get on to but no I am really proud of that one because the grief one regardless of the fact that that was our first proper full length podcast yeah. To date, that's one of the that's probably one of the most apart from the listen one that we did with Martin from Mixed Barbers. Yeah, that was that's the most uh, successful, most amount of listeners we had. It is, is it? Yeah, now? Yeah. yeah. For the for the first for the first episode proper that we did, I'm yeah. well pleased, and and actually, um, I think it was good that we did that first in, in reflection because the fact that we were sat there together chatting. Yeah, it was just me and you, and we both had experience of grief. Yes. Um, it proves that, you know, we can do this and we don't have to have a a, a, a guest necessarily, although yeah. we will do, but, like, you know, we shouldn't be scared of that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I was really pleased with the, the, the outcome of that one. Yeah, I had some lovely feedback. Like I say, I had some negative, but only not, not because of the podcast, but because, like I say, how it would... It was making people confront certain things, but... Yeah. You know, everyone was pleased with how we did it, and like you, your dad. Yeah, the, my two kids that go to high school, they 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 just went and spoke about it to their teachers, and we started getting yeah. the teachers listening and and uh, supporting us there. Which uh, again, something that I didn't think would uh, resonate with the young. Mm. You know, they mm. they were proud to say that we're doing this, and and um, yeah, the teachers fed back to them, and the feedback come to me, which which was a which was oh, really nice. That. Yeah, I loved hearing about which that. Which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. and and we had uh, you know there there was a lot of push uh, for us to get another episode out after yeah. you know, friends, family, you know, teachers at the kids' school. They they wanted to hear more, which um, which I think as we came into the second episode that that gave us with mm. a that gave us a, a nice bit of confidence to lead yeah. in with so yeah. you know, that first one was good the first one was in my eyes a success hmm. and yeah yeah it, it made the second one less questionable in my head hmm. whilst we were doing it because hmm. we, we 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 we've got our we well we didn't have our structure at that point that come later on in the series but hmm. we we got our got our mojo I yeah, suppose, yeah. And, and yeah you know knew that yeah. an idea that you and i had beside a football pitch has come to fruition, yeah, and it's been it's been well received, despite yeah. the the first one having quite a few dark moments in there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I think like when we you know, to move on to resilience episode two, um, that was in a way that was quite a lovely palate cleanser. Yes, because because it was lovely because you know Nick um, uh, Nick Pacey who who came and um, 
sat with us with his Parkinson's. Um, I've known him for hundreds of years and he's the most funniest bloke I've ever met in my whole life. And he he's funny because it's he's there's no effort. He's he's effortlessly funny. Um, but I didn't actually consider it was weird because even though we had like a meeting with him beforehand, yeah, um, which we tried to do, but then I th- we pretty much saw. I guess we will have to again at some point, but, yeah, depending on the subject matter, but uh, and the person. Um, but I didn't even consider that it would happen because it was in as much that. It all, my takeaway from that episode was that here's my friend who, uh, at a relatively early stage in his life, was um, diagnosed with Parkinson's. He hap- he did his homework and um, he happened upon a strategy which happened to be the best possible strategy that you could hope for, which we managed to talk about in the first maybe 20 minutes of that podcast because he'd done such a superb job of saying, right, this isn't going to define me as a person. I'm going to, I've learned this, this and this, therefore I'm doing this, this and this. And it's, and it's helped him and it works. And he's an absolute like fantastic ambassador for people who have Parkinson's. Um, And, you know, we were talking about um, the, symptoms of parkinson's and how the unusual ways that it can affect you with being uh obsessive and um about different things and whatnot and um it was basically we spoke about the serious stuff and then we had like a whole rest of a podcast to sort of like do but it was uh, again having him there was so effort it felt so effortlessly to have him around he's got this air about him yeah hasn't he's, he he's, he's just a funny like guy he's, yeah. and you know he he said to us in the like in the um because for for a few of our guests we did a kind of pre-recording um zoom call yeah. or whatever it was one of those um and uh, yeah he was quite clear in that like, ask me anything there's there's uh th- there's no line mm. and um it certainly felt like that throughout the uh, throughout the recording and and it, from a technical side, Alan, and I'm pretty sure that um, he wouldn't mind me saying that threw another challenge in to the uh, edit mm-hmm. because of his Parkinson's and yeah. and you know the slight slur that he had with his speech. Yeah. That that whenever there was a bit that I needed to edit out, I, I needed to kind of blend the uh, as, as well. Yeah. Which uh, which you know ad- added another challenge, but. Um, the uh, the other challenge with editing that one was the you know just the content because there was a lot of funny content in there yeah um and and kind of deciding what to keep in and keep out and I think for you and I as as presenters of this podcast I think um it it would have been that podcast where uh you know, people that know us may have learned something about us personally you know yeah. and and I think they're quite <laughs> I mean, most of my friends and family did not know that I collected Haribo <laughs> no. until uh, till that episode. And no. that must have gone out just before Christmas. Yeah. Right, because Christmas time, I got uh, from a few people bags of Haribo. Yeah. And a good friend of mine, he, he popped around with a Haribo um, advent calendar oh, after nice. listening. And, yeah. and, and I got a Haribo t-shirt as well. So yeah. 
I think that one went out just before Christmas. Yeah, 10th December that yeah. was. Yeah. And I, I learned about you and your... Um, Funkos. Funkos. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I'd never spotted them in your house, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now I've seen them. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that that was a that was a funny episode with um, yeah. It was when he was content. talking about he he got obsessed with uh, what was it the was it a panini, panini sticker album Tour de France a from, French but it was a French one <laughs> it was a French one. French Tour de France panini sticker album that he got obsessed with, and he yeah. was sending off for stickers from France. <laughs> thinking my god it's like he but he was saying at the time it just seemed normal a normal thing to do yeah 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 it was um i think we were quite fortunate in a way at the time because literally i think it was literally just the week before um there was a a, a documentary about um who's that newsman who, who did uh <sighs> university challenge jeremy Hunt. No. No. <laughs> Vine. No. No. Uh, Paxman. Paxman. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Paxman. Because he had he, he had to give up broadcasting because he's got Parkinson's. Yes. But it was really hand. Well, awful. It's a thing to say. But it was like really handy. <laughs> it made researching it really easy because yeah, there's loads yeah. of things in that. It was really chock full of like you know, stuff that you could use in the podcast. It, well, was... it, it almost played out like a Forrest Gump story. Yes. Like, in, in the most respectful way. Yeah. Like, you know... Yeah. Because that story, Forrest Gump obviously had his challenges in life. Yeah. But it just made him do better. Yes. And, and yeah. you know, that that was very much the same as Nick, you know. Before yeah. before he got his diagnosis, he was just a guy who worked in a bank, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and was interested in fitness. Yeah. But he didn't but, play uh, football or rugby. Yeah. Or, you know, got, he knew very well um, a uh, darts commentator from Sky yeah. um, <laughs> through the Parkinson's uh, charity and was involved in all sorts of Parkinson's things. Yeah. His life is enriched now. He's, yeah. he's foot more enriched now through having Parkinson's. It's such a weird thing to say, yeah. but it's true. His life is more enriched now through having it. Yeah, than he ever than he ever was. And I know he wouldn't mind me saying that. No, no, he wouldn't. I don't yeah. think at all. I don't think he'd mind you saying anything. Yeah. But um, the I think the second episode. So the first episode we knew we were talking about grief. The second yeah. episode, I think we'd already decided the title for that one. Right? Yeah. So we knew yeah. how he was going in. I think after that, I think the titles came from the content. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the last, well, fast forward a little bit, the last one we did with uh, Dr. Nick and doing the, the eating disorders, I had absolutely no idea what we were going to call that one. Apples. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I noticed actually earlier, um, when I was recording the intro and the outro, because I hadn't spoke to you um, before that, I was calling it Fuel. Fuel? Hmm. But I don't think that would have worked, would it? No. It's stupid. Did you re-record the intro and outro? I didn't actually use the... I didn't say it in the intro. Well, no, you wouldn't. I just called it that on, like, the file. Oh, on the file? Yeah. 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 But I had no idea what to call that because it just seemed like... Yeah, I mean, that seemed appropriate, but when you wanted to call it understand... That come right at the end because... 
I mean, we'll we'll we talk talk more about that one yeah. when we get there. But um, but yeah, that that one come right at the end, and I'll explain why later on in this recording. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we'll end up all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. actually, again, another learning now. There, there's throughout the series, you know, as I've walked out of here and driven home, I've I've just thought, oh God, I think we're all over the place. There's mm. no structure. But when when you go back and edit it and listen to it, you know, there, there, I. I never had to once move blocks of content around. They, mm. you know, the, I edited it in in the flow that it was yeah. spoken about. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Which, um, which in each one, that's always been a surprise that yeah. it's flowed so well because I've come out of it and thought, ah, oh, we we jumped all over the place. Yeah, it was when what what episode was it? The actually, I will get onto that. But I was going to say what episode was it when we changed to the uh, hour format and it, I think it was listen wasn't it oh it With was Martin. yeah because recovery was the that was a long the, one the long one yeah because yeah, it had music in it as well didn't it it had music in it and and uh, that one was my, with my cousin Steve yeah. Cat yeah. obviously known him my entire life and was very close to him throughout uh, the challenges that he faced and you know I I I already knew the story and how you knew very little of mm. the story so um yeah that one was a long a long take so it had a lot of content that we could both relate to yeah um and i think the our questioning it, it gives a, a good example of that because it it's an interesting story and you know he talked us through um the, from the day he woke up and didn't feel mm. so good to the way that he got himself out of feeling the way that he did and and that was through music so it seemed right to add the music to to the final edit Absolutely. of that, and to give his uh, give his band a little, uh, a little boost boost. Yeah, we don't pay anyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we don't pay ourselves to be honest. No, um, but no, I, 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 it was the thing that hit me the most about that one was um, the fact that two things really: a, he didn't see it coming. Yeah, which is if you on the face of it, if you really think about it, is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, and B, um, he's come out of it, he said he feels a completely different person. Yeah. Which, once again, um, is going back to when we talk about Nick with his Parkinson's. It's a lovely thing to, we're talking about these heavy subjects, but the two people in a row, they've actually come out of the other side, well, Nick, Nick's always going to have Parkinson's, obviously. Mm. But they've both come... They've, they've gone past this sort of major thing in their life and they've come out um, spiritually better for it. Yeah. Steve, Steve is probably the most, one of the most lovely people. I ne- didn't meet him before. Obviously, no. we had that little uh, Teams meeting or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, the day before or whatever it was. Um, but you, you can't really gauge how you're going to get on with anyone. But he's probably one of the most lovely people I've ever met in my whole life. He's just... It was. He was. He had got. He, well, and once again, he's got this air of serenity around him. He probably wouldn't. Like, yeah. You know. But like some people, you just get a vibe off them. Yeah. And, um, you know, the the fact that like he went through all he went through, you know, some days like just getting up and opening the curtains was a was a mil- milestone. Yeah. In a day. Um, the fact that he went through all that and then through the other side wrote an album, yeah, 
about his experiences. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's uh, such a story of triumph. Yeah. It's it's awful. I, I mean, you if you really think the, like I said to you, like I said before, you really think like you're going through your life. Yeah, you you got a job that you know work that you don't really like that much, but your passion is elsewhere. So you've sort of conditioned yourself to um, think, well, I'm doing this job to do this outside work, and I think that's really. I've never been able to really fully embrace that because I sort of get a bit embroiled in what I'm doing. Me too. Yeah. Um, but to do that and then uh, live your life like that, and all of a sudden. Your and you, the thing is as well, at the time he'd just started. Well, he hadn't even started his new job. No, he'd got a new job. Yeah, hadn't even started there, um, and then he couldn't even go because he was struck with this breakdown. Yeah. I mean, those people at that place where he was that where that new job was, they sound incredible because, yeah. like, you know, they sound so understanding and, you know. Yeah. God. And, that, and that that's a good sign of maybe the time that we're in. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Then. Yeah, that is that's heartwarming. That yeah. that sort of makes you you know, I'm forever thinking back like it gives hope to listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because someone might like be in the same boat. Something mm. might happen. They might I don't know, they may not have a breakdown or something might happen where someone might pass away and their grief doesn't affect them in the way that it, they think they will. Mm. Does it ever? Um, and then they're, they're completely knocked sideways for weeks Yeah. after just starting a new job or not even being able to start it yet. It makes yeah. you feel that, hang on a minute, maybe I'm going to get some understanding from these people that don't actually know me. Yeah. They only know me from my interview. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, a good, a good, a good strong message to send. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, because it doesn't have to be the other way. Doesn't have to be the other way, no. And I think uh, again, the the if if the workplace is is not like that, then I think that that should be challenged. Mm, absolutely, and, and I, I would hope that it will uh, empower people mm. to challenge why their workplace isn't like that. Well, yeah. I think the most most are now. Yeah, I think reputable. Yeah, but the the. Uh, Again, that was um, that was a long edit. That one that was that, that took was... a long time. So it was at the same point where uh, my job ramped up big time, mm. and I started travelling again. Yeah, COVID's over, everyone back to normal, travelling again, and I actually took the um, I took my laptop on the road with oh, me. Of course, because I was tra- I, it was when I did that week in the Nordics. You know, when I yeah, went yeah, from, I remember that. Um, well. Stockholm, you were on a train, weren't you? Oslo, that's right. Yeah, and I, and I just kind of was editing that whenever I could. Mm. Um, but again, a, a, a difficult edit because of the content and, yeah. and you know not being completely detached from that content because mm. he's a cousin yeah. who I love yeah. dearly, and and yeah, I could only do some at a time mm. because it was mentally draining. You know, yeah. listening to this as as much as we try and keep these podcasts. They're quite, um, quite uh, upbeat and as a normal conversation. Try and get so much laughs in as we can. Yeah, it is. It is. The content is um, it, it's mentally exhausting. Yeah, yeah, draining. It is, 
Yeah, and each each one of these that I've done, I've been knackered. Yeah, absolutely knackered at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember sometimes when you were editing, when we were doing the long form, where you would imply you were sick of my voice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you forget these things, don't yeah. you? Now you remind me. Fucking hell, yeah, yeah. And, and by a pure coincidence. Whenever I was sitting there doing a long edit, you'll fucking call me. Yeah. Right. And and then I then I hear you talking, yeah. right? And I don't have control over, you know, rewinding you and taking out your arms, <laughs> your hands and your yeah. gaps. You're, you're over Alan. <laughs> you're yeah. saturated with Alan. And and all I all I can hear is <laughs> is your voice. But I can't do anything about it no. when for the last hour and a half yeah. all I've done is do something about <laughs> your voice, mine as well, and whoever's yeah, a guest. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, they're, when they're live on your phone, like stop saying and stop saying um. Yeah. <laughs> All I want to do is cut it out. Or you'd send me I a can't. little mix yeah. of little words. Was one of them potatoes? Potatoes. Yeah, yeah I potatoes. I can't remember which one that was, but you were talking about potatoes. I think it was the teaser, wasn't it? When we had a discussion about whether you can eat raw potatoes or not, <laughs> yeah. and I was convinced you could, and you said they're actually poisonous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, do you know what? I reckon I'd convinced myself that you could. This isn't. This is going completely off subject. But I convinced myself that you could eat uh, raw potatoes, not through any kind of um, research into potato eating, but because I wrote that script that time. I actually, you read one of my. You read the script that I'd written about my little short film I wrote. But With then the men on the bridge or the pathway. Yeah, on the yeah. pathway. Um, but. Um, I wrote another one which I never finished. It was a sitcom about uh, based on my experiences when I used to work in the theatre, and there was a character in that, not real life, but there, it, this was like, like sort of you know fleshed out to make him more for comedy comedic uh, value. But this guy used to just walk around eating raw potatoes like apples. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if you could actually sort of show that or whether you could. I don't know. You can get away with all sorts, can't you? Stick it on Netflix, but like. Um, I don't think that we've even now we've not actually established whether you can or can't eat raw potatoes. No, I don't know. I'm convinced that you could do it, but didn't? No, hang on a minute. Didn't you Google it? I may have googled it. I think you googled it. I, I think, think I probably did. Did we not establish that you can't? Maybe we did. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> like, like and subscribe and let us yeah. know if you can eat raw potatoes. <laughs> let us know in the comments <laughs> if you've ever eaten raw potatoes or any other kind of uh, root vegetable. Um, we, should, we should have called the, the last one about eating disorders raw potatoes. Raw potatoes. Yeah, turnips. To ingest them, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, we do turnips. like... We do like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, could you actually bite into a turnip? They're a bit... I don't know. They're a bit tough, aren't they? Like butternut squashes. Did you have any experience of butternut squashes when your kids were little? My house constantly stunk of butternut squashes when my kids I've, were little. I mean, I've cooked with them. Fucking horrible things. Have you ever cut one up? Yeah. Oh, man. You need a, you need, you, you need a chainsaw. Or one of those, you know, like what um, Canadian uh, uh, lumberjacks use? Those great big massive saws. That like you have one bloke one side and one bloke the other. A lumberjack saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need you need one of those to cut up. A, that's a bit of an exaggeration because, but yeah, my house stunk of butternut quite Horrible things. Horrible. Ugh. Bringing back memories. 
I'm getting PTSD now that I'll have to bring that up when we do talk about PTSD. Oh yeah. Butternut squash. Butternut squashes. Uh, uh, root vegetables. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. No, it was it was nice. I mean, um, it was lovely to meet um, Steve, and just learn. Like it was it was nice. It was almost like um, right at the end of it, it was he was saying about how he's you know he's he, the, his band uh, Last of the Misfit Heroes. You know, a slight change of personnel, and and it was all going lovely and. It was nice, and obviously he's a member of the Cat Band. Cat Band, yeah, yeah. Which is your family band? Yeah, getting the band back together in September. Nice. Yeah, are you performing? Oh, there's talk of a gig in January. Yeah, is your dad still in the band? Yeah, well, he's done one session, and I think he's doing this session as well. So yeah, he's riffing with guitar, growing. isn't he? Yeah, nice. We just then pluck away and do what he wants. Yeah, really. yeah. Well, that's, that's that's generally what we all do. Just blend in somehow yeah oh it's lovely yeah looking forward to that oh that'd be nice good for the soul yeah definitely yeah music's good for that um so so the next one i mean that that's when after after that massive edit we we had we had to decide right okay do we do we go on with this massive editing kind mm. of period of time we've got people champing up the bit to hear our next one so yeah. al and i had to decide right how do we get them out quicker? And we thought we nailed it, didn't we? We yeah. thought we nailed it. So we made the decision to keep the uh, keep the records um, as close to an hour and avoid going off on too many tangents yeah. because also, the previous records have been two hours. At yeah, least, hadn't and they? also you you decided to be less precious about oh, much less precious about the, the uh, records. Yeah, yeah, about like little noises and things like that. Yeah, which I don't blame you for being precious about it. Yeah. Um, but it was getting to a point where, you know, we'd have to do an episode on you editing our episodes. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. It, that yeah. was fucking it, you right up. It, it was sending me a little bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which, uh, you know, we, we managed to learn from that. And, um, they, you know, they're taking a quarter of the time that they took now. Yeah. Just by shortening the, the record to an hour, um, I think it puts a little bit more pressure on you and I to make sure that the good content comes out within the hour. Um, so yeah, we made this decision. Let's keep the record to an hour, and we had Martin Berry um, in. Martin yeah. Berry, yeah, yeah, Martin Berry in, yeah, or as people know him as Hank. Hank, yeah, um, and we uh, we said right, we want to keep it to an hour. Let's get the content good over that hour. And we we had a challenge, which was the first challenge we had with a guest. He yeah. had a horrendous cough that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for, poor old boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I felt for him. him. I really did. But you know, he still came, um, and we, we got a good show. But um, but yeah, I think the that that one I had the the in all of these I sit there with editing anxiety after after the first one anyway. Mm. Editing anxiety, and um, that one I I I got it big time because of the cough because yeah. every time Martin bless him coughed, I thought right, I got. Get that out, link it with the last bit. But I think largely, uh, largely, I got a lot of the coughs out, which was good because I did worry that um, at the end of that one, and and you know, talking openly, I thought we might have to come back and record it because yeah. there might be one too many coughs. Bless him, yeah. he wasn't that well, was he? No, um, I felt for him that day. But it was okay, and again, great content and completely different to yeah. the previous episodes that we've done. Yeah. Um, because this was a guy not talking so much about his own experiences, but you know the experience of his customers in his barber shop, 
mm. um, and how he and his uh, his colleagues in his shops, um, you know, deal with that and mm. and how he actively um, teaches his barbers how to deal with that and what to say and and he comes here as well, doesn't he, to the university yeah, where we yeah, record yeah. and. And he does uh, he does sessions on that with uh, with yeah. young people, yeah, yeah, which, is, yeah. which is great. Yeah, he's got a fant- his his philosophy towards this kind of stuff is fantastic. You know, he's 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 you know his upbringing was was difficult. Um, you know, he's he's built he's he's really like uh, he's he's quite inspirational as a person. You know, he he was a, an apprentice barber. You know, working for the legendary Mick, um, and if pe- people from Harvard will know Mick, like people my age and people younger will know Mick, um, and um, then he 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 bought the business from him uh, eventually when Mick retired, and you know Mick Mick was quite a inspirational character for Martin. He, he, you know, he was he was like a father figure. Or he's, he's not dead, still around, um, and you know. I think Martin's owes, you know, he would say he owes a lot to Mick. Um, but it was nice because, you know, Mar- Martin, he, he as a businessman, he, he really, really appreciates his customers. It's like we said in, in the actual episode, you know, he stood behind these people. He's got like really sharp scissors and potentially like a a blade to give him a shave or whatever. Yeah. And there's a lot of trust involved. Yeah. And and you know trust people give give him trust um, in the things that they talk about. Did he? I can't remember what he said. There's a certain um, span of time that it used to take for people to start to naturally open up because he obviously him and his staff won't push it. Um, but there's a there's a, three cuts. I think it's something like that. Yeah, cuts, I think it was yeah. something like that. So it's like like two months. He said because yeah. people come like once a month generally. Yeah. Um, but you know, you were saying that you know once people and some of the stories of people what they've gone through and you know how people just go into the shop just to just to sit and be and just you know. Well, I, I like the story you told about. Um, through COVID, yeah, when people would ring him just for a chat, yeah, 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 because that that was their that was their place of that was their sanctuary. sanctuary it was like yeah. like we were saying back in the old safe, days. You're safe, you yeah, safe. like you know, like hundreds of years ago, someone would just go and sit in a church and have a chat with mm. a, a religious person, um, or I don't know, sort of like an elder. Yeah, now we. We go and sit in the barbers, and we, you know, I mean, don't get touched up. We don't like the religious. No, people. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, more's the pity. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would pay extra for that. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's a lovely, it's a lovely thing. Um, you know, obviously, I still go go in his in his shop, and and he yeah. he done a fantastic job at promoting us. Oh my god! Yeah. Absolutely really incredible. We owe him so much for that because he's generally. There was one day I think where I noticed on the Facebook group that we were close to a certain mile. I can't remember how many it was. We we're up to a mile. We we're near a milestone, and 
he got so many people to sign up to the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, people he knows... Because obviously, the thing is, because he's such a... So many people from Hartford know him. Yeah. And the other um, shops that he's got. So he's got his Hartford one. He's got... Well, now he's got one in Royston, but he didn't He didn't have it when we were spoke, speaking to him. But that's all established now. He was just opening it, wasn't he? He was. He yeah, just yeah, before... Just yeah. It, yeah. Uh, he's got the one in Old Hatfield and he's got the one in Bulldog. So he knew so many... Uh, people from around those areas. Yeah. Um, it was such a lovely thing. It was, it was, Did he, he put us up on his screens as well, didn't he? he uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I went in, last time I went in, he still had our, he's got our leaflets Excellent. in there. Yeah. You know, and I sort of, I, I, no one saw, but I moved them so that people could see them easier. To the front. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. Good yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't mean, to, I meant to say that to you, I forgot. Um, <laughs> and to date, that's, that's had our highest that is the most successful one we've done. Yeah. It was crackers. Honestly, yeah. it's 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 head and shoulders uh over every other, even the the grief one which did superb. Yeah. And that one had the most amount of listens and downloads of of anyone we've done. Um it was a nice I think it was I think it's an area of life that maybe people don't really consider enough like men or women. Um, I think women go to the hairdressers and they might stick with the same hairdressers for years and then they'll get to know the incomings and outgoings of, you know, hairdressers that work in there and they get to know about their lives and, you know, over years and years. And I guess to an extent they do share, but it's more of a thing for men, I think, to go into a barber's, I think, and share. Because I think men are less likely to consciously share Yes. When they're in an environment like that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. You know, because not everyone's... Well, I know I'm sort of teaching grandma how to suck eggs here, but not everyone's like me and you. No. You know, I've... we gave up giving a fuck about what people thought about us expressing ourselves like that years ago. Oh, absolutely, I yeah. I just don't give a shit anymore. Uh, we're all human, aren't we? Yeah. All but there's human. people that are a certain generation, yeah. or even the youngsters, yeah, younger people, who... Uh, it's not it's first, you know. It's it's not second nature to them. It's it's a it's a difficult thing to express. Yeah, and that's why we're trying to do what we're doing, isn't it? Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk openly. Yeah, just there's there's that genuinely for anyone listening. You know, my ladies or men, if you worry about expressing yourself, one of the the, the key things I learned through being someone who deals with anxiety and depression to a lesser extent on a daily basis one of the biggest weights off of my mind was stopping giving a shit yeah about what people think if people feel uncomfortable about you saying talking about the things you've had to deal with your mental health then that's on them oh completely completely and it's it's knowing knowing where to go to for uh for support as well i've i've had people that i've known a long time in my life who who I know mm. and uh, you know aren't in any sort of circle of friends mm. that have reached out to me mm. not in any kind of help me help me kind of way but mm. just reached out and and just shared a story mm. and um it, it's you know it, that, that's that's a lovely thing and you, you can ask for anything more from mm. from doing this so it's just in the back of my mind now that we got to, um, that I've got to find a new barber, 
because uh, my barber shut his doors last Sunday. No. Yeah, that's caused me a bit of tra- trauma, which I, I'm going to go and see Mick or Hank. Hank rather. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just going over that trauma in my head again. I've gone a little bit distant. But yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's been a barber of mine for a long time. Yeah, he's turning it into a little deli. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he's got that bar underneath it, hasn't he? So he's, he's going to have an eatery at the top. He has got a few different salons, though. Uh, no, I mean, he went down to just the one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he used to have the two. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, no, he's, he's given it up. He's had enough of it. Blimey. He's fucking listening to everyone's problems all day in. Yes. Now. <laughs> well, or not, as it... As or it, not. As the case may be. Or mm-hmm. not. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, go and see Martin. Go and see Martin. Sort you out. Yeah, and so then we went from there... And um, we had a bit of a hiatus through um, circumstances out of our control. Um, and then we we did our eating disorders. Yes, yeah, we had a long gap there, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, the, I think probably um, it's quite easy to lose sight as a listener of, of the people that do these sort of things. Certainly when I listen mm. to radio podcasts and things, you think that's what people do. Yeah. Um, and we all have lives going on in the background and and yeah there's i think there's certainly been some times over the last what you know 10 months that we've been getting these out um that you and i have had to say to each other at at various points haven't we Mm. just if 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 this is even a slight kind of thorn in the side yeah we just don't do it no we wait until we're ready yeah no because this should never be this should never be a pain in the ass. Right? No. It should always be an, enjoy- an enjoyable thing. It should never be work. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, there, there's there's been chunks of time when it's just been too difficult to to yeah, get your head in circum- the right headspace. Yeah, it was through circumstances, and it yeah, there was one or two times where we were set to record, and I just felt that I wasn't in a good place to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm. You know, well, I guess everyone is a, is a work in progress and you know this this year has been a bit difficult for me and I think you know there's been a, the other occasion where I've sort of felt I'm not just don't feel I don't yeah. know just and I, and I love I love this yeah I love I love spending time with you and I love doing this and I love speaking to these people that we meet um and I love the fact that it's all encompassing and it's a really lovely thing to do, and it's something that you know we I know will grow and evolve over time, and you know we can, you know we'll we'll grow with it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll probably get to the point where we'll have somebody to edit it, so you don't lose your mind. Oh yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Because we will have to. You know, they, they, <laughs> the the best the best thing about editing one of these is uh, getting to the end. Yeah. And, and flicking it over to you, and I, I think a couple of times I've, I've been so eager to get it over to you, I've sent the wrong one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Or or I haven't put the, the top and towel on, or no. or I haven't normalised it, or something like that. And mm. and and yeah, it's all it's all learning. But um, certainly taking the kind of shorter record format has as as certainly helped because the mm. the listen one we got edited and out fairly quick. Yes. And then we thought, right, okay, let's let's get the next one in. Um, and we will get that recorded and we get it edited and out. And there was a big gap in between yeah, recording and getting yeah. it out. You know, certainly on my side, a, a, a bit of a, 
a bit of, a bit of a challenge come my way in life and and every time I even thought about sitting and sitting down to uh, to edit mm. the podcast um I just didn't want to no um and that was too much swirling around my mind again like I said earlier when you edit these things you 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 go through it again yeah. and, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. you you hear stuff and you think um, and I like to think that that when you listen it back, you, you're you're in the same boat. You you kind of you think about the subject matter, and and you think about yourself, um, like your like Daisy's friend at uni. Yeah, it's uh, it, it it's all very um, re- very reflective. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when uh, I also had a bit of nervousness about the next one, which which is called Understand, mm. um, and that's with Doctor Nick. Hawks, who yeah. um, we spoke about um, eating disorders, yeah, and in particular men with eating disorders, and I certainly went into that one with the kind of it's more of a subconscious opinion that mm. eating disorders don't impact men as much as mm. it does women or, or girls or ladies, whatever, um, and. I think we spoke at one point about it. it how do you recognise when a when a friend, mm. a male friend, could possibly have the symptoms? Because you'd spot it in a yeah. female friend, I think. Yeah, you know? yeah. But you, you'd, you'd never, you'd never put the two together, and nah. that. Oh, even if you did, it's more difficult to. Yeah, approach that, the subject. And that that really made me think about myself. Yeah, right? I don't, you know, I, I don't pigeonhole people whatsoever right no. people are people to me and and mm. people can be whoever they want to be but it made me mm. think god no subconsciously i do subconsciously mm. i do think okay that's something that more women suffer from than men which is complete mm. bullshit it's been more of a, a a perceived as more of a female thing over the years w- wrongly yes um because i i guess from a I actually think this is a media thing um, that it's perceived more because, you know, the body image has been yeah, mu- yeah. much more uh, a something that women have kind of suffered yeah. with, you know, thinking that their, their body image isn't what it should be mm. more than men. And I think in the modern days, it's, it's less like that. I think yeah. a lot of men are very self-conscious, image conscious, yeah, yeah. conscious. Um, yeah. So I think that that's that's probably why it's been recognised in women. Recognised is the word. Recognised. Yeah. So it's been more recognised in in women in females yeah. um, than it has in in males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, because I think there's that whole sort of like societal trope that you know women have got to look a certain way and all this kind of stuff. And I think now. On the on, you know, like I was saying in the, I don't think to be honest with you, I think in that episode I didn't really get my point across about my. I was talking about um, uh, how you get all of these fellas going on these like what I was calling at the time offshoot TV state like channels, <laughs> and I was talking about how you know they look like they're carrying two rolls of carpet all the time, and um, and it's like more of a but but. Joking apart, it's like it's more of a thing now for, for want of a better way of putting it, sort of uh, men's beauty or men's grooming now. It's more of a thing, isn't it? 
It's like we know somebody who we won't mention the name of, but we know somebody who goes and gets their eyebrows done. Yes. A mate of ours. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it didn't even... I, do you know what? Weirdly, right, for years... But, but hold on, that particular mate would never listen to this anyway. Oh, no, fuck Because no. he'd just call it a load of fucking yeah, mumbo-jumbo. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Men no. don't have mental health Yeah, issues. yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, honestly, we love him. Absolutely love him. Um, but for years, I didn't even notice it. And it was only because, like, my missus saw him coming out of a certain place. But to be honest with you, when I brought it up with him, I didn't take a piss... But when I brought it up with him, he was just fucking cool about it. Mate, if he saw you Which, com- coming out of an eyebrow um, shaping studio, yeah. he would shout at you out of yes, his car window, oh, I had, you, yeah. had your eyebrows yeah, done. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Quite right. He really would. Yeah. But um, but it's more of a thing now, isn't it? When you think back to like, I mean, I've got 10 years on you. So like, when I think back to like the 80s, you were born in the 80s, weren't you? I was, yeah. Um. Yeah, the 80s was quite, a, in a weird way, there was a lot of like fashion then that was quite androgynous, you know, or the new the, the new romantic and all this kind of stuff. And when you think back, you know, that was the time of of uh, Boy George and Marilyn and people like that, you know, in pop music. And, um, you know, you, you even then you still had an over-masculinisation, if you want, for one of the, that, that's not even a word properly. Of, I like it. Yeah, it should be a word. <laughs> Um, of um, how men should be. Yeah. Uh, these these people like Boy George. I mean, I know they were like, you know, like a, a, a further to the female side of that kind of spectrum, if you like, than the lads now. But like, you know, you've got lads now who are properly having like, they're going to Turkey to have turkey teeth and... <laughs> <laughs> like, but I mean, it goes. Do you goes know what I mean? They're having Botox and stuff know, like that. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you'd never see that. Do you know what I mean? Things no. have moved on and improved, and no. you know, and, and you know, th- this goes back to kind of the one of the one of the drivers behind why we why we've been doing this project, right? So you know, hearing stuff like "man up" on the yeah. side of a football pitch. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. A lot of these geezers that are shouting "man up" now, yeah, they've got turkey teeth. Got turkey they've been teeth. At the gym every day. They've had, you know? yeah, they're at the gym like probably every <laughs> other day at least, <laughs> having their fucking eyebrows all yeah. threaded. Getting their eyebrows <laughs> threaded. They're, they're, you know, they've got Botox. Yeah, they're probably you know. Those kids are confused. They're Man probably, up! They're probably shaving their arms. <laughs> yeah, and their chests. Veep for men. Yeah, yeah. Or getting stuff waxed. They've probably got a back sack and crap every <laughs> at once a month. Can you imagine getting that done? Getting their bum holes um, uh, bleached. bleached. <laughs> 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 I mean, where's where do you stop? Yeah. But more power to yeah. them, I say. You want to go? May, maybe your... that's the message they're putting across. Out. Maybe when they say "man up," that they're not saying be all big, burly, and yeah. have big fucking bushy eyebrows no. and a, and an unwaxed. Yeah, anus. having having a, a more sort of a less opaque yeah. anus. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe when they shout "man up," it's go and get your eyebrows done. Yeah, mono brow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you think back to even like the nineties. <laughs> You've you got me on one now. You, you think back to the nineties when Oasis was a thing. I mean, bless them. As much as I love the like the the um, Gallagher bro- brothers, as much as I love both of them so much, both heroes, they were not fucking attractive at all, were they? 
Well, you've just fucking ruined us getting them in as a guest, mate. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, I don't think that would happen. No. You know, much as I love them. Not with that attitude. Well, maybe I should be send my comment about them not being attractive men because, I mean, they haven't... I'll edit sure. it out. Well, I mean, but <laughs> the thing is, I mean, you think back, like Liam, you know, the women that he's he's been with, I mean, fuck me. You it's know. Liam Gallagher, though, isn't it? You don't oh, need yeah. to get your eyebrows well, done if you're yeah, Liam Gallagher. I mean, it goes back to that old joke, doesn't it? Like what uh, Mrs Merton said, if you remember back, when she had um, Debbie, lovely Debbie McGee on the Mrs Merton show. And she said to her, so, uh, Debbie, um, everyone listen to will know this joke. But um, then she said, so, uh, Debbie, uh, what first attracted you to the multimillionaire um, uh, yeah. Paul Daniels? <laughs> Which yeah, perfectly, she was great. To, but to be fair to Debbie McGee, she is lovely. And, like, you know, Debbie, if you're listening, please love me. Um, she, I think, I think she, you know, I think she loved Paul. I don't think there's anything to do with his money. But, um, I mean, these days... Not a lot. <laughs> magic Um, but yeah no I don't know I think the whole sort of like that sort of tribal sort of like male it's going isn't it I think yeah oh I love that I love the fact but I just think sometimes I don't know I just think sometimes it's I don't know I just get a bit aggravated with I worry no I don't get aggravated I worry I worry for sort of people in their early twenties, late teens, and their role models. I do, I do worry about that. Not, I mean, my, I mean, luckily, I, I don't think my kids are into that kind of thing, like people like that. But I do worry with these unrealistic role model um, goals that maybe are. Set well, well, I think I think now it, men. It, it's you know, the this, this is what the female population have had mm. for a long time. Yeah, so magazines, things like that, and yeah. uh, people on the TV, and I think well, this is how I've got to look. I've got to be that thin. Yeah, you know, I I I have to be that way, and I think the male population is kind of going that way yeah. as well you know yeah. it's, it's equality you know equality is a very good positive thing but mm. you know it it will have its negative side as well yeah. right you yeah. know if we all become equal then you know, there, it'll be the male and female population that will have these anxieties you know mm. not not just one you know perhaps the other anxieties will go you know the not feeling man enough and needing to be the breadwinner of the house mm. and you know that that attitude is is going yeah right the you know the certainly my parents generation it, it was the man goes out mm. to work the, the woman stays home looks yeah. after the children in general and that you know, if a man didn't do that, he wasn't providing for his family. Mm, mm. Which I think now, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's the male or female is a breadwinner. No, because you right? get a lot of house husbands, don't you? you Absolutely, get like, yeah. And, and you know, it's you know whatever works. Did it myself it? for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Whatever works. It worked for me. I got quite bored, to be quite honest. Oh, mate. Yeah, I was unemployed for seven months once. I used to think about these scenarios, thinking like if 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 the world changed. Well, not even the world, but like if the country changed, where mm. it become more traditional for the for the man to be a house husband, and all the women went out to work and and provided for their family, mm. right? 
it would change things like football. Mm. They'd show like games of Premiership football, I say ten o'clock on a Tuesday morning, mm. right? Because all the men have taken their kids to school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sitting down having a cup of tea. Sitting down having a cup of tea and watching yeah, a bit of football. Bosh. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's good. It's good. Yeah. I was. I was. Yesterday, talking about role model, like uh, the roles of men and women in society, and how everything's sort of uh, mixing and, and and everything's changing gradually, yeah. but for the better, I believe. But then I'm not a woman. Um, but watching the football, because at the time of recording this, it was the day after uh, England lost in the World Cup final against Spain. Watching that game yesterday, like, and thinking about how much like I love those girls, like. They are so inspirational, and the way they play football is amazing. Their, you know, their 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 skill and their professionalism is incredible. But they are all warriors. Oh yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. When in history, right? And this is all for the better, I think. When in history have we been able to look back on women or a group of women and say they're as a man, they are a, they are a role model to me. They mm. are uh, the people that I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They are a role model. To me. They are warriors. I, I, you know, I, my family think I'm think this is funny because they know I'm partially obsessed with Mary Earps because I, I think she is incredible. Yeah. Like you watch her face on that when she's playing, she is literally dialed in. Yeah. That she is. She's got blinkers. She she literally is dialed into that game, and she's a complete warrior. Yeah, uh, she's she's fantastic. Well, well, they they play like you remember when we were coaching the team. Yeah, they they played like the great games that we had. Yeah, where we had we when, kept control yeah. like control of the ball. Yes, we were proud of the fact that our boys never squared up to anyone. Yeah, there was never any like. Well, there was we always had. A, um, a philosophy of we never rise to anyone like booting us up in the air because yep. what we do is we get up we dust ourselves off and then we crack on this is what these girls do yeah and I just think oh my god I just love watching them so much uh, there's a lot of geezers my age and probably older maybe younger as well who think that ladies football is dog shit yeah 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 but yeah but and Fair enough. Maybe they haven't watched a lot of it, or maybe they just feel it's a it should be played by men. Yeah. Fair enough. If that's what you think, you either love the game or you don't. Yeah. yeah like it's, but yeah. to watch them is, you know, they're very skillful. They're so good on the press. Fifteen you know, we, million viewers though that game had just oh, in the mate. UK, which 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 is a big yeah big number, which is good, which is really good. But do, do you know what? I, th- I think there's lessons to be learned as well right mm. so after the game yesterday those ladies were heroes yeah right now historically when the men haven't won mm. the last game of their tournament that they play mm. they are slated yeah they get so much grief the mm. press give them so much grief yeah right? even when they've played really well mm. right mm. excuses of why yeah, they didn't they, win they couldn't have had any other better like uh, outcome to their yeah. tournament, yeah, and it's you know I think there's a big valuable lesson there. Mm. It's lovely. It's lovely to see like as a well, you're the same as me 
as a dad to a girl, it's lovely to see that there are these girls out there yeah. who are such incredible role models. And whilst it pains me, my daughter Daisy, absolutely, I mean, we're big Spurs fans in our house, but she, she, I think she would admit that she actually follows the Arsenal ladies. And that pains me slightly. But at the same time, Arsenal ladies are incredible. Mm. Yeah. Glory Hunter, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because, well, as much as I love Spurs ladies, I don't know, they don't do as well as Spurs, as, uh, as Arsenal ladies. But um, but no, going back to the original, what we were talking about, talking about the eating disorders with yeah. Dot and Nick. I learned loads on that episode. Yeah, oh my God. And that, that one was uh, a pleasure to edit. He... I, I barely had to edit Nick at all mm. because when he spoke, it was clear. Yeah, measured. He didn't go, uh, a lot, which you know, a majority of people do. Yeah. Um, and there we are, there was one there. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, <laughs> you get conscious of it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it, it was a pleasure to edit. And uh, that one was the one that I thought had absolute zero structure to it mm. and then when I edited that I found it so interesting yeah. and I almost didn't take the content away with me from that one mm. in my head it was just a bunch of words that we all spoke together yeah, and then yeah. when editing that I, I really kind of relearned what what I'd heard yeah um, but didn't necessarily listen to which you... is how we got to the title of that one at yeah. the end of the edit I I, I truly understood what I didn't understand at the end of the record. And actually, maybe this is our first episode, maybe other than the grief one, where it's one where you probably have to listen to it a couple of times. Yeah. I think you probably have to listen to the grief, even though it's a bit long. I, I would argue you probably have to listen to the grief one maybe more than once. Yeah. Um, I think the understand one about the eating disorders with Dr Nick, I think that is one that would be a good one to have in the tank, like to have in your, have in your back pocket. On a long drive. Yeah. It's a good one for a long drive. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's lovely. But or d- listening late at night. Do you know what, Al? You, you may be the same, but you also may be surprised to know this, but I have not listened to any of them back in their entirety ever. Oh, really? Yeah. What, since editing them? I, I never listen to them back after editing them because generally I'm sick of it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll ping it to you for that job. Do you know what? I'm going to absolutely love it when we get someone to edit it for us because I think your whole experience of it... It will, it will. It and, will change. And I, I keep telling myself I will listen to them back, but in my head I feel like I know them inside out, but I, I don't. No. I don't think I do. So, so that would be a good one. But I think um, getting this season done... Um, will be a will be a, a great achievement. Yeah, we have got we have got things that we um, intend to sort of between this season and the next season. Hopefully, we're going to grow our listener base. That's our yeah. that's our main focus between now and recording the next season. Because once we've got a, a, a decent listener base, you know we can reach out to um, guests. Um, who can bring more listeners? Yeah, and we can collaborate uh, with other podcasters as well. Absolutely, yeah, uh, which will be fantastic because yeah. there's so many podcasts out there for mental health and yeah. comedy and and things like that in general. It's 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 a lovely area to be involved in. Yeah, 
But we need our listeners' help. Yeah, and that's you know that's that's we we do need for people you know you guys listening. Uh, uh, we we really do need for you guys to just think. Well, who who do I know? Not necessarily people who need it, but mainly people who might enjoy it. Yeah. Um, think after who, they subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. subscribe yeah, God, go on that website. We won't send you any shit. No. Or any rubbish. No. We'll 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 you'll get emailed when there's when bits and pieces happen, but you won't get spammed. Um, you know, just subscribe to your to your in your podcast place. Um, subscribe on the website. Um, you know, oh my God, I put so much effort into that website. Please love it. Um, it's yeah, just to speak to people you know, men, women, young adults. Get them to listen because we really do. We love this. We put so much love into this. Yeah. Um, and it's it's something that we you know it's an absolute labour of love for us and it and it's it's a lovely feeling for you know for us to know that people enjoy it and it's helped people yes you know and share your views share your share your comments and you know there's uh, they they can email in can't they Al? absolutely yeah yeah what's the email address oh god uh... it will be, on, <laughs> <it'll> be... <laughs> if you go on if you go on um, it's it's easy to it, there's so much information on. Um, www.go to him which is g o uh, the number 2 h i m .co.uk um go on there all the information you need um to contact us to subscribe um let us know things maybe you think that maybe we might be able to change or people that you'd be interested in hearing about or subject matter that you'd be interested to hear about you know, um, or if you want to come on yourself, if you, oh my if god, you've got, you know, yeah, a, a story you want to share, you know, we, we, our door is open. Oh crikey, we're always, we're always open to, you know, speaking to people about their experiences. This is how everyone learns. This is how we learn. This is how how you guys learn. This is you know, you know, uh, getting people talking. This is what we want to do. We want to get men talking, but we, in general, we want to get people talking. Um. And, you know, just we do intend in the future to um, we will be recording again, probably in in um, the winter. We'll try to take more of a structured approach to it. We're evolving over time, like we said before, when we were saying about how we changed it to a, a shorter format. That works far better for you guys. It works better for Nick editing. Um, and um, we look we're looking to put on the odd event now and again have some merch um do some charity events um competitions competitions yeah why not giveaways yeah we just want to build this we just want to you know just try and help as many people as we can and get people talking it's it's so important Mm. um but i just want to say thank you to you nick like oh thanks to you al i mean this is it's it's great this is a small idea that grew yeah Quite quickly. Yeah. I, it was literally a cold night in whenever it was during COVID. And we discussed doing a podcast. And uh, thanks also to uh, our lovely friend Keith Bonner for doing our um, our logo, doing a bit of graphic design for us then. I want to say thank you to the lovely Lydia, who does also does our um, graphic design. She does bits and pieces for us. Thank you to the lovely Daisy, my daughter, for doing Social. um, socials um, and ideas for marketing. Um, and 
yeah, thanks to everyone else who's given us such lovely feedback and been so supportive. And yeah, thank you so much. So thanks so much, everyone. And uh, you'll hear from us. Um, we'll keep you updated and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. And if there's any budding editors out there that want to get involved in the team, then, uh, you know, <laughs> please contact <do>. us. <laughs> yeah, please do. You'll be helping a poor 41-year-old uh, keep his, uh, his mental... Sanity. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening over the last six episodes. We're so chuffed with what we created over this series. Don't forget to check out the Go To Him podcast on Facebook. Have a look at our website, www.gotohim.co.uk. You can also get in touch at gotohim.podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe at all your usual podcast places. And we'll see you soon for season two. Bye-bye.